everyone. I'm Jerry Savelle. Thank you for joining me today. I appreciate you watching our broadcast. And I pray that as you listen to the teaching that we're going to be sharing with you today, that it is going to make a tremendous impact on your life. You know, we're talking about this week and for the next several weeks, the God of the Breakthrough. God of the Breakthrough. I love that title. It's a message that God gave to me a number of years ago, and I preached it all over the world. And it's been one of our most requested messages over the years. And we preached it on this television broadcast time and time again, but it's still so popular that we wanted to share it with you once again. And I'm going to get into that in just a moment, but I want to lay a foundation first. But let me say also that I appreciate all of you that are faithful viewers. I appreciate you that have taken the time to write to us and let us know how much this uh, ministry has blessed your life, how that it is teaching you how to stand on the Word of God, how to become the winner in life that God has called you to be. So thank you once again for taking the time to write to us and to let us know. And also, I want to thank all of you that have partnered with us. Your partnership has enabled us to reach out to the world with the message of faith. I have been saying for many, many years now that one of my favorite scriptures has always been 1 John chapter 5 and verse 4, and it simply says, this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Your faith is your method of victory over the world. So let me encourage you, don't let go of your faith. Don't let anybody talk you out of it. You just stay in faith. And if you will, then victory is headed your way. Now, once again, we're talking about today, the God of the breakthrough will visit your house. I know that many of you that are watching the broadcast right now, you need some major breakthroughs in your life. In fact, everywhere I go, I, I can't remember one place I have been recently, and over the last several years, actually, that somebody hasn't come up to me before I left the building, left the church or the auditorium, and said to me, Brother Jerry, would you pray that I'll have a breakthrough either in my finances, either in my health, or in some kind of family situation? People just like you are needing breakthroughs and there are people all over the world that are saying the same thing. But here's the beautiful part. God is the God of the breakthrough. Say that with me. My God is the God of the breakthrough. And I want to encourage you, don't ever give up on God. No matter how long it takes, no matter how difficult it seems, no matter how impossible it looks, don't ever give up on God. He is the God in whom nothing is impossible. So let's get into our lesson today talking about the God of the breakthrough wants to visit your house. Now, over the years, I have received three major supernatural visitations from the Lord. And I want to talk about each one of them as we lead into the subject on the God of the breakthrough. The first one occurred back in 1981 of October in Charlotte, North Carolina. I was preaching with Brother Kenneth Copeland and his Believers Convention, along with men like Charles Capps and Norval Hayes and Gloria Copeland, myself, and it was a tremendous meeting. We'd had exciting things happen all week long. And then on Thursday, after I finished my message, my wife and I were going back to the hotel to rest, uh, to prepare for the evening service, which Brother Corp Copeland normally preached. He was scheduled to preach that evening service. So when we got back to the hotel, I, I was somewhat tired. I'd been preaching every day. And so my wife said, I'm going to go into the bedroom and take a nap. 
She said, are you coming with me? I said, no, why don't you go ahead? I'm going to sit in the living room here uh, and I'm just going to relax for a few moments. I may close my eyes, uh, but I just want to sit here on the sofa and relax for a few moments and just, uh, you know, have my mind on the Lord and uh, rest for a few moments before we had to get ready to go back to the evening service. So my wife went into the bedroom and uh, as soon as she closed the door, I leaned back on the sofa with my hands behind my head and my feet on the coffee table. I'd already taken off my suit and put on my robe and I was just relaxing. I actually wasn't doing anything spiritual. I wasn't praying. Uh, I I wasn't uh, declaring the word or anything. I was just relaxing. It had been a busy, busy week. And in a few moments, I just closed my eyes. And when I did, something happened that I did not expect. The Lord came into my room and the Shekinah glory of God filled that room. It was so thick, like a cloud, that I couldn't even see the furniture around me. I'd never experienced anything like this before. Uh, Consequently, I had not asked for it. I didn't know it was going to happen. I certainly uh, was excited when it did happen, but I want you to understand that I didn't ask for it. I didn't know it was going to take place. And in that visitation, the Lord said these words to me. He said, my people are experiencing financial famine, and I'm going to reveal to you the keys that will bring them out and then I'll hold you responsible for sharing these keys everywhere you go. And it seemed like he was there for hours, but he wasn't. In fact, I had a legal pad on the, on the table next to the sofa, and I picked it up to write down everything he said. I filled up that legal pad completely with everything Jesus said to me. Now, once again, it seemed like he was there for hours, but it was actually only a few moments. And I've always said, Uh, after experiencing that, that Jesus can say more in just a few moments than most preachers can in a lifetime. And so I looked at my notes and the Shekinah glory of God was still present. And and then uh, the Lord left. And then my wife came into the room and said, what's happening in here? I said, Carolyn, I just experienced a supernatural visitation from the Lord. And, And the Shekinah glory of God was still present. And we just sat together and just bask in the glory. And then when it lifted, it was time for us to get dressed and go to the service. She asked me this question. She said, are you going to tell Brother Copeland about this? I said, no, I'm not. Uh, I've worked with Brother Copeland long enough that he will probably pick it up in the spirit, and I'm not going to say a word about it. And so we went over to the meeting. Uh, We sat on the front row next to Gloria and Charles Capps and Peggy Capps and Norval Hayes. And uh, Brother Copeland opened the service with some of his uh, uh, preliminaries. And then he sang a couple of songs. And then he said, all right, let's open our Bibles. And so we're waiting for where we're going to open our Bibles. But he didn't tell us. He just stood there looking at his. And in a few moments, he said again, let's open our Bibles tonight. And then he didn't tell us where. And so we're all wondering Where does he want us to open our Bibles? Finally, he closed his Bibles and he looked down at me and he said, Jerry, God visited you today. Come tell us what he said. And so I got up and went to the platform and uh, I began to preach on what Jesus shared with me about the three keys to come out of financial famine. It was a marvelous service. The anointing of God was so strong. And in fact, I left that meeting and began preaching that all over the world. And everywhere I went, the same results took place. 
supernatural breakthroughs took place in churches and ministries all over the world. And I'm still getting testimonies from that service to this day. So I want to talk to you about those keys in just a few moments. But first of all, I want you to watch as we go to an announcement, a very special announcement, and then I'll be back in just a few moments. Do you feel like you're in a rut? Are you ready to experience victory over your challenges? If so, it's time to get to know the God of the Breakthrough. In the life-changing book, The God of the Breakthrough Will Visit Your House, Jerry Savelle unveils a clear and easy-to-understand plan on how to prepare for supernatural breakthrough. Learn how to get out of survival mode, to be free from bondage, to walk in supernatural victory, and much more. Also included is the powerful three-CD teaching, Get to Know the God of the Breakthrough. With it, you can discover how to know God in a new and personal way and the keys to keep you ready for the God of the breakthrough to visit your house. Now is the time. Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request this inspiring God of the Breakthrough package, including the book and three CD teaching. When God visits your house, things start changing. You can go from surviving to thriving. Discover how to get ready for the God of the breakthrough to visit your house today. Hey, welcome back. Thank you for tuning in. We're continuing to talk about the God of the Breakthrough of Visit Your House. Before we went to the break, I was talking about the first supernatural visitation from the Lord that I experienced in Charlotte, North Carolina back in 1981. And before we went to the break, I said to you that I was going to share with you the three keys that God gave me about coming out of financial famine. Now, just before we get to that, let me read a couple of scriptures to you. First of all, 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 1. The Apostle Paul says, It's not expedient for me, doubtless to glory. I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. So the Apostle Paul is telling uh, the Christians in Corinth, and he's speaking to us as well, that from time to time during his walk with God, during his time of ministry on the earth, that he would experience visions from the Lord and also revelations that were life-changing. Now, that's exactly what happened to me. And I'm certainly not trying to compare myself to the Apostle Paul, but I do know that I experienced a supernatural visitation from the Lord. And from that visitation came a powerful revelation. And then I want to read Galatians chapter 1, verse 11 and 12. And I'm going to read it to you from the Amplified Bible. Paul once again is saying, I want you to know, brethren, that the gospel which was proclaimed and made known by me is not man's gospel. For indeed, I did not receive it from man, nor was I taught it, but it came to me through a direct revelation given by Jesus Christ the Messiah. So once again, I'm saying to you that what you're about to hear, I didn't receive it from man. I didn't have anybody's book to read. I didn't have anybody's messages recorded to listen to. This was by direct revelation from the Lord. He said, my people are in financial famine, and I'm going to reveal to you the keys that will bring them out. And so here he led me to, at that point, he led me to 1 Kings chapter 17. And if you have your Bibles, I'd like for you to turn there with me. And it begins in verse 8. He said, And the word of the Lord came unto him, and this is speaking about Elijah. And the word of the Lord came unto him, saying, Arise, get thee to Zarephath, which belongeth to Zidon, and dwell there. Behold, I have commanded a widow woman there to sustain thee. So he arose and went to Zarephath. 
And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, the widow woman was there gathering of sticks. And he called to her and said, fetch me, I pray thee, a little water in a vessel that I may drink. And as she was going to fetch it, he called to her and said, bring me, I pray thee, a morsel of bread in thine hand. And she said, as the Lord thy God liveth, I have not a cake, but a handful of meal in a barrel and a little oil in a cruise. And behold, I am gathering two sticks that I may go in and dress it for me and my son that we may eat and die. Now, let me stop reading right there. Obviously, this woman needs a breakthrough. Can you say amen to that? She needs a breakthrough. She's down to her last meal, you might say. And she says, and I'm going to prepare this meal. And then uh, my son and I are going to eat it and then we're going to die. Now notice how Elijah responded to this. And so in verse 13, Elijah said unto her, Fear not, go and do as thou hast said, but make me thereof a little cake first, and bring it unto me, and after make for thee and for thy son. Now was Elijah not listening to what the woman said? She already told him that I have just enough to make my son and myself a cake. We're going to eat it, and then we're going to die. And he says, uh, go ahead and go do what you have said, but make me a little cake first, and then thereafter you make a cake for you and your son. Now, once again, is he not listening? She already said, I only have enough to make me and my son a cake, and then we're going to die. He said, okay, I understand, but before you do that, go make me a cake first. Now, if CNN had been there, don't you know the next breaking news would be, prophet takes widow woman's last cake and watches her and her son die. Well, you know, uh, I'm glad CNN wasn't there because they don't understand spiritual things. Notice he said, by direction of the Lord, make me a little cake first and then make one for you and your son. And then verse 14 says, For thus saith the Lord God of Israel, The barrel of meal shall not waste, neither shall the cruise of oil fail, until the day that the Lord sendeth rain upon the earth. And she went and did, remember that statement, she went and did according to the word of Elijah. And she and he and her house did eat many days. Notice they didn't die. And the barrel of meal wasted not, neither did the cruise of oil fail, according to the word of the Lord, which he spake by Elijah. Now, the Lord led me to that story, and I'd read it many times, but in that visitation, he led me to that story, and he said, son, there are three major keys in this story that will bring my people out of financial famine if they will appropriate them. And then he said this, key number one, there must be a prophetic word from God. If you need a breakthrough in your life, if you need delivering, uh, deliverance from financial famine, if it looks like all is going under, then listen to me closely. Number one, a prophetic word from God. Now today we would call that a rhema from God. In other words, a, a, a special word to you from God that will change your circumstances. That's the reason why when you're in a impossible looking situation, you need to spend quality time with God. You need to get the word of the Lord. 
You know, that's what I've learned to do. Uh, I've been in the ministry now almost 50 years, and I learned a long, long time ago that when I'm facing something impossible, when it looks like that there is absolutely no way out, then that is my cue to go spend quality time with the Lord and wait to receive the Word of the Lord. And then once I receive the Word of the Lord, then I make that priority. I make that final authority. And then notice that when he gave her that word from the Lord, that you go ahead and you make that cake, make one for me first, and then make one for you and your son. And then he says, for thus saith the Lord, the barrel of meal will not waste, the cruise of oil will not fail. And the Bible says, she went and did according to the word of the prophet, and she and her son and the prophet did eat many days, praise God. So she had a major breakthrough. God delivered her from financial famine, and he'll do the same for you. Now, notice once again, there must be a prophetic word from the Lord. Well, I'm giving you that prophetic word right now. I am saying to you that the God of the breakthrough wants to visit your house. Now, if you're willing to follow these keys, then you're going to experience a breakthrough. I've had testimony after testimony come to me personally, come into our office from people around the world where they have testified that as they followed these three keys, God of the breakthrough showed up and visited their house and a breakthrough took place in their life. In fact, I've got testimonies right here that if I have time, I'll read some of them where it talks about some of these people that have, have written in just recently are still experiencing breakthroughs as a result of appropriating these three keys. So number one, you must receive a prophetic word from the Lord. And that word is this, the God of the breakthrough wants to visit your house. Say that with me. The God of the breakthrough wants to visit my house. Say it this way, my house. Come on, say it where you can hear it. In fact, shout it out. The God of the breakthrough wants to visit my house. Amen. And then the uh, key number two, once the prophetic word comes forth, then there must be a willingness to obey uh, uh, to, to put it to work, to appropriate it, and to obey it. Now, the word of the Lord came to this woman, and it said, go and make a cake. Make one for me first, the prophet said, and then make one for you and your son. Now, in the natural, she can't do that because she's already told him, I only have enough to make one cake, and my son and I are going to eat it, and then we're going to die. You know, Obedience is a must for miraculous things to take place. Even if your mind can't grasp it, even if, if it's uh, utterly impossible in your thinking, you have to be willing to obey. You might say, well, Brother Jerry, uh, I don't have uh, money to sow. I don't have money to give. I don't, I don't have uh, the money where I can tithe to my church. Uh, do something. Do something. Don't just sit there and keep making excuses as to why you can't do anything. Do something. You know, I heard Brother Copeland testify years ago when he was going to Oral Roberts University. And uh, he and Gloria, they were broke. They didn't have any money. And uh, he was working. He was a student at Oral Roberts University. He was co-pilot on Brother Oral Roberts' airplane. And Brother Roberts was doing a partner meeting. And Brother Copeland was in that meeting 
And uh, Brother Roberts was talking about seed faith, the principle of seed faith. And then he encouraged everyone to sow a seed, uh, believing God for a breakthrough in their life. Brother Copeland said he didn't have a dime on him. He didn't have any money. And so uh, uh, the, the usher uh, was passing out envelopes and a, and a little card where it uh, was inviting people to become partners with the ministry. And Brother Copeland took that card and took that pencil and he filled out his name and his address and so forth and said that he was going to send $10 a month. Now, in the natural, that was impossible because he didn't have an extra $10. He didn't have $10 to start that partnership with. What he was doing was impossible. Same thing with this little woman. The prophet told her, go make a cake for me first and then make one for you and your son and then eat it. And the Bible says that when she did this, see, there was obedience. In the natural, if she just kept dwelling on how impossible this looks, she would have never gone and did what he said. But she set aside what her mind was saying. She set aside what the circumstances were saying, and she decided to obey the prophet and the word of the Lord. And she went and did as he had instructed her. So key number two is this. You have to be willing to obey. Once you receive that prophetic word from God, then you have to be willing to obey it. If you're not willing to obey it, then it's not likely you're going to experience a breakthrough. You remember what Mary said to the disciples? Uh, it's recorded that the first miracle of Jesus, uh, the, 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 they were going to serve the wine uh, to the governor of the feast. And the disciples said, we have no wine. And they went to Mary and Mary said, referring to Jesus, she said, whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. Whatsoever he saith unto you, do it. That is something that you need to get down in your spirit. Whatever God says to you, do it. Do it quickly, do it quietly, without reservation, without hesitation, without argument, just be willing to do it. And if you are willing to do whatever God says, then you have just set yourself up for a major breakthrough. That's how you position yourself to experience supernatural breakthrough. Can you say amen to that? Praise God. Now I've done this for years and years and years, and it's always worked. Didn't work overnight every time, but it always worked. And I have testimonies from thousands of people that have learned to do this same thing. And I have their testimony that it's worked for them as well. I'm not an isolated case. So number two key, number one, let's repeat it. Number one, you must receive a prophetic word from God. Number two, if you're willing to obey that prophetic word, then you position yourself for a major breakthrough. And then number three, obedience will require the sowing of a seed. I've never known uh, a financial breakthrough coming without, first of all, being willing to sow a seed. And I'd like to also say that in this woman's case, it was a significant seed. It was something that meant something to her. It was something of value. David once said, I will not give unto the Lord something that didn't cost me something. In other words, it had to be significant. And so here, when this woman was willing to give up that bread, uh, that, that, that bread and, and, and that she had planned to use to make a cake for her and her son, when she was willing to sow that, 
into the prophet's life. That became her significant seed. And as a result of her obedience to sow that significant seed, then praise God, the breakthrough came. It says, and the barrel of meal wasted not, nor did the crews of oil fell, according to the word of the Lord, which he spake by Elijah. So did this woman experience a breakthrough? Yes, she did. Will you experience a breakthrough? Yes, you will. If you're willing to follow those three steps, number one, receive the word of the Lord. And I am endeavoring to share that word of the Lord with you right now. The God of the breakthrough wants to visit your house. Number two, be willing to be obedient. Number three, obedience requires the sowing of a seed. Be willing to sow a significant seed. Wherever God may lead you to do it, if He's leading you to sow it into this ministry, we welcome it, we'll pray over it, and we'll believe God with you for your breakthrough. If not, sow it wherever God tells you to sow it, but do this, sow a seed, proving that you believe the God of the breakthrough is going to visit your house. Praise God. Listen, I'll be back in just a few moments, but I want to first of all encourage you to watch this message. Do you feel like you're in a rut? Are you ready to experience victory over your challenges? If so, it's time to get to know the God of the Breakthrough. In the life-changing book, The God of the Breakthrough Will Visit Your House, Jerry Savelle unveils a clear and easy-to-understand plan on how to prepare for supernatural breakthrough. Learn how to get out of survival mode, to be free from bondage, to walk in supernatural victory, and much more. Also included is the powerful three-CD teaching, Get to Know the God of the Breakthrough. With it, you can discover how to know God in a new and personal way and the keys to keep you ready for the God of the breakthrough to visit your house. Now is the time. Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request this inspiring God of the Breakthrough package, including the book and three CD teaching. When God visits your house, things start changing. You can go from surviving to thriving. Discover how to get ready for the God of the breakthrough to visit your house today. If during the break, God began to speak to you about sowing seed into this ministry, I want to pray over you right now before we close the broadcast today. Father, I pray over each and every person that is watching this program today, and I pray that the word that they've heard will register deeply in their heart, something that they'll never forget. And if you have led them to sow seed into this ministry toward their breakthrough, then I'm praying and joining my faith with them that the God of the breakthrough will visit their house. God, you've done it for thousands of people all over the world, and I believe you're no respecter of persons. Do it for them. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Praise God. Listen, the offer that we made you earlier on the broadcast, uh, my book, The God of the Breakthrough Will Visit Your House, and the three CDs, Get to Know the God of the Breakthrough. I want you to know that what I was teaching you today is in this book. Uh, it's, it's in here in depth, and I encourage you to order this special uh, offer today. And I know, praise God, that once you begin to read it and listen to the material, it is going to bless you beyond words. So I'm praying that you will experience your breakthrough and then share with us the testimony of it, because once we hear it and we share with other people, it's going to inspire them to stay in faith and don't give up on the God of the breakthrough. And I want to thank all of my partners for believing in us, helping us to 
reach out to the world because of your seed that you're sowing on a consistent basis into this ministry. Souls are being saved by the thousands all over the world. People are getting established in the word of faith and determining that they're not going to give up and become the winner that God has called them to be. And praise God, you're helping us train ministers all over the world. Thank you, thank you, thank you, partners. We appreciate you, love you, and I pray that you will experience your greatest breakthrough in the next coming days. Thank you for joining me. I'll see you next week. Remember, your faith will overcome the world.